Okay, so we're holding here in Nefesh HaChayim Shardalit Perak Aleph, and this is a masterpiece because Rebchayim Velazhen has an agenda and he wants to impress upon us the greatness of study of Torah in order to motivate us to be able to sit and learn and put a lot of energy and time and dedication to studying Torah. So, Rechaim Velazhna feels that it's not just enough to explain you the mile of Torah. He has to go into the reason and the cause behind why people are not being Isaac the Torah. He has to address those points. And that way, someone can truly comprehend the sugya and see what's wrong with the way he's living right now. Okay? So, the first two points which we discussed yesterday was, Rebchaim Velozhin said, one reason why people are not learning is because of the all of Parnassa. Okay, so that's, we have to understand that. We have to deal with that problem because at the end of the day, it is difficult to make a living and making a living takes a lot of brain power and energy and kaiches from a person. So we have to know how to deal with that point. The second point that... Chaim Velozhna said, which is a fascinating point, is that people want to feel hergish, close to Hashem. So there are mahalchim, how a person can feel closer to Hashem through Musa, Sifre Musa Vihira, which is more inspiring, and, in order, and therefore they feel close, they feel touched by it, as opposed to studying the Gemara Ashitosis, uh, you know, they may not feel so close to Hashem through the learning, okay? Now, which is especially a problem in today's generation. Because in today's generation, we are very, very much motivated by how we feel. We're very into the feeling. So if it feels, if I'm enjoying the learning, if I'm touched by the learning, if I'm having a schmack in it, okay, then it's for me. But to say... I'm obligated to do something, even though I'm not enjoying it, I'm not loving it, I'm not feeling it. In today's generation, that's a big challenge, okay? So we have to set up all the challenges that stand between us and studying Torah, okay? Now, we're up to this paragraph, I am at, we're going to see more issues that we have to deal with. The I am at, ki of course, Sephirah has a big place in the service of Hashem. And he's going to explain to you what place it has in the service. Kidorot Arishonim, in the early generations, meaning in the time of the Tanaim, Amoraim, the Geonim, the early generations. Hayu Kovaim, Kol Yemehem, Be'esek. Their life was about toiling and studying and understanding the Holy Torah. And they were firmly implanted and enrooted in the base Medrash, studying Gufe Torah. And the flame of the love of Torah was 
burning in their heart. They had a passion for what they're doing, for the love of Torah. Be'ahavat v'yirat Hashem tehora. And they had love for Hashem, and they had awe to Hashem, and they felt it through the study of Torah. V'chol cheftzah. And their motivation to sit and learn was lahagdil kivoydo ladir, is to bring honor to the Torah. Verhivu givulim betalmidim rabim hagunim, and they had good students, and many they made many students to spread Torah lemaan tilmad haaretz dea, and they actually succeeded in that mission. Rave of Klal with Torah. Involved people. When the Yetzirah sees that the Jewish people are doing so well spiritually, he's got a problem with that. Okay? So he has to figure out how to ruin that. He's jealous of the Am Hashem. That bothers him. So he has to put his poison into the Torah world to destroy them. How's he going to do that? He can't get them to go to the bar because they ain't going to the bar. They're enjoying the learning. They feel it. They have the Yerushalayim. They have Avas Hashem. How am I going to ruin Yeshiva, guys? So I have to work within the system itself. I got to break him down within the Torah itself. How? So what he says is, what was the Yitzhar's trick? to get them caught up in pilpul shel Torah, in lumdis, that they should be involved in the mental gymnastics of learning and forget about Hashem. That they should become like people that are not learning al-minat la'asot. They're not learning in order to get closer to Hashem. It's in the base Medjush. But you make the geshmak and the lumdis and the learning and then it becomes pilpul and it doesn't become avoidance Hashem. So that's taking someone on a high level not getting him to watch movies or listen to non-Jewish music or to go to the malls and to the theaters and to the stadiums and the sports. You can't touch these guys like that. It's impossible. So how do you get them? In the actual learning itself, being that learning, a big piece of learning, uses your chokhmah, it uses your, your mind, but it's supposed to be something that brings you to Yirah to become a better person, a changed person, a person that's close to Hashem, a person who's more of a Baal But if I can get him to make it just out of Chochmah, I can make it just a Lomda Shazach, I got him. That's how the Yetzirah got him. Now, with Zeus, Hito'oriru atzman kama migdolehem e'nei ha'edah. So the rabbis, the leaders, the eyes of the community, they always have to see the problems in the Klal Yisrael and look to fix them. They have to fix the preachers, 
the, the broken walls, the broken gedarim. And to take away the problem. And to because since they saw, see, I want to explain to you something. They always learned Musa. They always did. Where they learned Musa? If you learn Shas, you'll see that throughout Shas, there's a goddess. There's Musa throughout Shas, sprinkled around Shas. But in the old days, that was enough to keep a guy focused on what's right. So throughout the sugyas, they always have sugyas of year or two. That's good enough. They don't have to have a Musr Sefer. They don't have to have a Musr Seder to really, you know, bring out focus on Yerushalayim because they had it. They were studying Torah with the right approach. The Torah, you study right Torah with the right approach. It gives you uplifting in your meetings in Yerushalayim. Plus, you have that goddess Hashah, so pretty much you're in a safe place, right? But since the Yitzhahara achieved that people should forget about Hashem, and they're only thinking about how to be a big alumni or whatever, and that goddess and Shah are not achieving the, the, what was meant for them, they had to go ahead and make special smarim in order to meet the needs of the people's Yeridus, of the Yitzhahara of the time. That was the Yitzhahara of the time. Today we have different Yitzhahars, but that, that was the Yitzhahara of the time. So the Sifra Yira was uh, written for that purpose. That's why Rabbi Yoyna and all the Rishonim, they already started to write strong Sifra Musach, like the Salavavis and Shari Tshuva and, and all the Rishonim. Why? Because they were addressing an issue that was taking place in their time. Okay? Now... Omnum, however, call each tavunas. Any understanding person, anybody would say, anybody would understand it. That he has a straight mind. Yov in Medaita should understand by himself. The purpose of Rabbi Yoyin, writing Shari Tshuva, and the Chavis Alavavis, and the Rambam, and all these was not that people should leave Torah and only learn Sifra They should have understood that Sifra is there only to keep the Yerushalayim aspect. But the main thing is the learning. The main focus of your learning. Your first Sadi, your second Sadi, your night Sadi, your whole day should be about learning. And therefore, you have to have a Musa Seder. And you have to have time that you learn Musa, so you should also have Gam Yeres Hashem Good? Now, let's watch how things are developing in this Rukhayim Veloshim. Hen Atta, however, now, Medeiris Halolu, in this generation, his generation, the 1700s, Things flipped around. They forgot the purpose of the Musa was only to be that little spice 
in your main dish. Your main dish is Torah, and you put some spice, which is zero, to, to make it good, to make it work. But they made now that you only eat the spice. You don't eat the actual Torah itself. Just learn the Sifra Yira. Right? They made it only that. But Omram, now here this line from Rabchaim Velosh. But he said, This is a man in this world. Why did a man come to this world? Lasik Bam Tamit. Because Musa lights up your heart. It causes you to have hachno, submissiveness. Tasha, lachni or l'shabe ha'yetzer metayus destroys the yetzer and your tayus, right? Or is yashab b'midas tayus, and you have to have good midot. So we know that a person came to this world to change and to grow. We know that a person has to masakin himself. He has to have a have better balmidas. He has to knock out his tayus. And who's there working directly with that subject? Sefrayira. Not the Gemara and Sukkah is not dealing with that directly. Sefrayira is dealing with that directly. And that's the purpose of my life, that I should reach Lamus. So what makes sense? To learn Sukkah or to learn uh, Musa? Because i got to be a practical person. You know how people are? They're like, listen, why should I learn Lamdis and Exubis and whatever? I'm going to be a balabas. And if I shall learn, people have a practical way of looking at things and they don't understand the purpose of learning iyun in sugis of shas, right? Let me be a practical person. So these guys are being very practical. Until I figure out how to fix my midas and fix my divas, what am I wasting my time learning sugis? I got to learn things that are practical. And practical is sefer sefer musa, right? That's that time. So he's addressing a very deep point now. Okay? So again, the first point was people stop learning the way they're supposed to is because they're busy with Panasa. That's one point we have to address. The second point Rabchaim Velazhna addressed was that people want to feel close to Hashem. So Taisus is not making you feel closer. Musa is making you feel closer. The third point that Rabchaim is saying is that people have a krum cheshbon, which seems to be to us like a very good cheshbon. But he says it's a krum cheshbon. And their krum cheshbon is the whole purpose of being in this world is becoming a better person. Which piece of Torah is going to make me a better person? A toysmus or a sharei tshuva? Sharei tshuva. So I'm going to learn sharei tshuva. And he says that's a big mistake. And he goes on to say, and with my eyes I saw in one location that so much this became the way of thinking in most of their synagogues or in their study halls they only have Sifre Musa and even one complete volume of shas, you know, the complete set of shas, ain't boy, they don't have. And their eyes are blind to see. And their hearts are closed to understanding. 
This is not the way Hashem wants. The oid ma'at behem shechazman. You know what's going to happen? They won't have one posek. And what's going to be with the Torah? Big things of Chaim Velazhna has to, has to take. Big challenges in front of him. Because we have from a here. He's dealing with from a Logical from a Let's get, i got to get this clear because we start struggle with these stuff too to some degree. Logical. If I have to make a living and it's hard for me to make a living and taking a living makes something very hard for you, right? So what am I going to do? I'm going to sit and study Tysus uh, that you have to have 10 hours to get it clear? I can't do that. So either I'll be involved more in doing mitzvahs, that'll be my way of connecting to Hashem, or I'll learn some Sefer Musa, and that will help me connect to Hashem, but I have to go with a different path. I'm a ball of boss. I can't go with these, uh, you know, breaking my head on Tysus and Sukkot and Iran and the, the, the Rav Yor. You know, that's not for me. So that, that's, a, that's a logical argument that a human being can make. The second logical argument. A person has to feel close to Hashem. It's a very important thing to feel close to Hashem. What's going to make me feel close to Hashem? <clears throat> Where am I going to feel it? Where's the hergish going to be, you know? The hergish is going to be if I learn Sefer Musa Vayira. Not from Taisus. I don't feel that closeness to Hashem, and I want to feel close. So it's a from a taina, and it sounds like a logical taina. The third taina, Rebchaim says. The third taina is people start to have this concept that the ikka of the velt is tikkun ha'odah. I came here to make a shlemus of myself. I came here to fix my midas. I came here to knock out my Yitzhara, my Tidus. I came here to knock out my Gaiva. Who addresses that problem? Sefraira. Sefraira is going to do the trick. But I don't want to tell you, that's not going to fix my midas. Right? And Rabbi Chaim explained how this Yitzhara was able to do this move. Because it's not such a simple move what he did. The guns claw Yisrael, or Ruiv Rubei shall claw Yisrael in the times of the Tanaim, Amoraim, Geonim, were called Kuloi Shaku and Shas and Paiskin. They had a little Musr, that goddess of Shas, that was spread out throughout the Shas, was enough for them. So what happened? Why was there a transformation that Rabbeinu Yoyne wrote a book? And why did Chavis Alvavis write a book? If we don't need that. He's like, he's, he's, he's calling a kasha. If I tell you that the main thing you're supposed to do is sit and learn and break out of learning. So why do you go ahead and write a book? Why do you write a book? Why do you write a book? What? What? Rama. She says, it's our big plan here. The first thing he did was he made people start learning without you. All of a sudden it became about lumpness, mental gymnastics. God fell out of it. It became a godless Torah. So the Rishonim had to put it back and make it a God Torah. So they had to address the problem and give you Sifra Yiru or Musa so you understand the purpose of life. And you have to bring God back in Torah. The Yitzhahara went and took that and said, you know what? You try to fight me with the weapon of Shari Tshuva and Chavis Halavavis, I'm going to take the weapon that you used against me and I'm going to use it against you. I'm going to make you only learn Sifra Yiru. You hear what's going on? Rav Chaim is taking... 
the sugya like a beast he's taking the sugya. And he's showing you how Yetzirah works in the Ulam Not Yetzirah how it works to send you to the movie theater. Torah. Taylor. You know, it's Yeshiva Shwe. In the Ulam Atayra, how does the Yetzirah work you over in the base madrash? We're talking about big people. They ain't going to no circuses, you know? They have no interest in those goods. How do I get you in the base madrash? And this is what he did. But we still have to address the problems. How do we answer the question? How are we going to get to? Follow? Continues. You have to learn the safer like a lumpen and see what he's addressing, the issues that he's addressing, because we need to address these issues as well. I must, I'm in this position that I must uh, open up the eyes as you hear what he's saying? Pay attention to these words. The guy is learning eight hours a day. Musa. And the Rav Chaim is telling him, you're a bittle tire. We don't think bittle tire is like that. We think playing basketball is bittle tire. Rav Chaim said, you're not learning gufe halachas. You're making bitul Torah. Big Okay? And he says, I'm going to try to explain. Now, Reb Chaim is going to bring up the last point here in, in, in Perak Aleph, another great mistake which is causing people not to learn Gufay Torah, another very religious argument and philosophical fundamental argument. And this is why the Sefer of Reb Chaim Veloja is obvious because he's touching all these deep questions. They're all deep philosophical questions. And the question is, what is lishma? Okay? So it says like this. I have to talk about lishma. What does it mean you have to learn? Torah lishma. Because the concept of lishma becomes a way of making sins by people who misunderstand the concept. Many people refrain from working the sugis because they think what Torah Lishma means, Lishma means, I'm learning to have the Vekas Basha. To be attached to Hashem. But this is going to be a big topic for the next couple of months. We have to grapple with this from Chaim Velozhi. is going to say, Lombus. Because it is Zerikas Basha. And Rabbi Darm Chal says that you have to learn because you want to attach to Hashem. And so did the Rabbi Chaim Vital and the Balatanga said that. So we have to understand all this Avkis. This is Avkis. And we have to show how everything is not a stira and how to put the whole sugya together. So that's why we're here every morning to make the work. But that's what he's saying. And not only do they hold that the Lishma means, there's a two part problem. Not only do they hold Lishma means that learning to Allah is Dvekis Basha, 
if you learn Torah in a way that doesn't bring you to this Dveikas Bashem, with this Kivun of Dveikas Bashem, you're not learning nothing. Wasting your time. Okay? The Loishu Tell is Hasashom. Lezois. And when they see that every time they sit down to learn, they're not getting the dveikas that they're looking for. Big, big side of Yetzirah that we suffer with today tremendously. Not maybe with the dveikas part, but we have the perfectionist all or nothing attitude. I mean, we develop in our mind what's needed, what's a true yeshiva guy should do. We make a demand on ourselves that's not humanly possible. And then we say, if you can't do that, you're wasting your time. You might as well go make a living. That's the perfectionist attitude. So we have to deal with these things. We're going to take his problems of his generation, which is more, you know, darkest yeshiva, but a problems, and we're going to have to try to also see in our world where these problems are coming up, okay? And that's what we're going to stop here for today. But this is really what the problems stand between us and sitting and learning. And we need to overcome these challenges. You got it, Rabbi says. I'm just... Okay, we'll stop there.